0: Tonight on the show, it's a chauffeur, a butler, and a slut who eats buttons. That's right. We're here for the music. It's me and Violet Sky talking once bitten. This is Manic Movie Monday. Tonight, I am excited and humbled as usual to have the wonderful, beautiful, and talented Miss Violet Skye here to talk about one of my favorite 80s soundtracks of all time, Once Bitten. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm back. Yay. Oh, my goodness. So what is your background with this movie? Um, I think I saw it for the first time well, I, okay, I
1: got introduced to it in 2019 because of the soundtrack. I had a friend at the time um, and he sent me I think it was the, the theme song by Three Speed, so Once Bitten and also Hands Off by Marie Vidal. Uh, so those are the two songs. Yeah, greatest. The two iconic songs um, yes. that I got really into. And then I think I saw it that summer and mm-hmm. it didn't really speak to me then mm-hmm. at the time for some mm-hmm. reason. And then it was one of those movies I went back and I watched like last year and this year and i really loved it okay. for a variety of reasons so that was kind of my whole thing with it and now it's on my favorite movie list so
0: oh yeah oh totally um i so Thank i grew you. up with this i totally grew up with this when i was like five or six years old mm-hmm. and just thought it was amazing and i wanted to like be a vampire and right <laughs> As one does. And go to LA and everything else. So it's just such a great, it's, there's so much to love about this movie. And it's kind of one of the more, I would say underrated. Yes. 80s movies. It really is like an underrated 80s comedy. Definitely. Like a little bit of horror, but not really. Like, yeah, not that much. (laughs) Not not enough to be considered a horror movie that's for sure um okay so the plot of once bitten yes a centuries-old vampire the countess has kept her youthful look by drinking the blood of male virgins since she finds this prey challenging to come by in the 1980s los angeles she is thrilled when she meets young mark kendall who wants to lose his virginity yet has a reluctant girlfriend robin after luring Mark away from a club, the Countess drinks his blood, but the hapless guy isn't sure what happened until he starts exhibiting unusual symptoms. Um so it's important for our audience to know that mm-hmm. she has to do this 3 times.
1: Right, she before has to, Halloween. Right, in she a has year. to do
0: she has to drain him 3 times before Halloween. Yes. And this happens every year. Every year, otherwise she is she loses her good looks i guess it becomes old i don't know what the real yeah something like that right which lots of people can relate to so um that's life (laughs) that's life exactly Uh, i wish to be a vampire okay so we have this amazing cast yes truly really an amazing cast we've got jim carrey you know canada's darling uh who started off as a stand-up comic and then made his way into In Living Color. And this is his first leading role movie, too. Yes, it is. And he actually got this role because the producers saw him perform stand-up in L.A. And they thought he looked like a kind of, like, clean-cut, you know, could-pass-for-a-high-school-kid uh, right. sort of look. Yeah, exactly. So that's how they, they hired him. Karen Coppins, who plays Robin she mm-hmm. is best known for creator which is another 80s like very underrated 80s movie uh with virginia Matson. Mm-hmm. and she's in fast forward which you and i both love yes right <laughs> yes and apparently she's in troop beverly hills and i'm trying to figure out oh. who she plays in troop beverly hills
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch it and i'll definitely get back to you on that okay yeah So because can- i didn't know i was like
0: I'm not sure. Um, Lauren Hutton in all her gap-tooth gorgeousness. Uh she is she was best known as a model and an actress, and in this movie, she plays the countess. So Cleavon Little plays Sebastian. Okay, yes. Her um man servant, chauffeur, (laughs) slash whatever you said, dresser yes all around quip machine that right. is cleavon little and he's best known for his role in blazing saddles right um everyone else in this movie is pretty like genre oriented i would say so like we've got um skip lackey who plays his best friend that's the redheaded kid mm-hmm. he was the host of a nickelodeon game show called think fast that's where i knew oh, him from right okay. and then he just kind of disappeared into obscurity, right. like they all else. do yeah <laughs> um camilla so carrie moore who plays the sexy redhead vampire uh mm-hmm. the one who kind of looks like maul flanders she is the twin of camilla moore and they were in friday the 13th part four the final chapter Okay. As twins. Haven't seen that. Either. Yeah. Yeah. They're I'll both like to. British British twins. Okay. And Stu Charno who we right. know from yes. just one of the guys. Just one of the guys and Modern Girls and right. Christine and several other wonderful things. He plays um the cabin boy vampire and he's the one who goes, you know, the day that the day the Countess bit me was the sweetest day of my young life. <laughs> right like that's ridiculous <laughs> okay and then what's so funny is did you recognize who plays suzette the red-headed girl who like she's assigning the right. costumes or whatever she seemed so
1: familiar and yes, once you say the name i'll yes. probably oh you'll be freak like, oh, you'll wow, freak out wow, because I when i, I didn't yeah realize.
0: when i found out i went what like i had to do several double takes she's megan Mullally from will and grace and Everything else? Oh I mean, yeah, she's Karen from oh London. wow. Yep. Yep. Huh. Who knew? Crazy. Oh my god. And uh let's see. Okay. So behind the scenes wise, um, what we have so far is November 15th, 1985. This was released. Mm-hmm. Critics hated it. Of course. Of course. They hate um, everything good. <laughs> it didn't really, it didn't really earn much as far as at the box office goes um the screenwriter blew through his earnings by oh. the time the movie was released he had to get a job at a video store and oh my gosh his movie came out and someone was renting it and they were like whoever whoever made this doesn't have any business in hollywood and he looked at them and he said you got your wish oh Yes, my gosh which is fabulous. that's so awful Oh my god. So yeah, obviously he did not go very far with that. But um so let's see, it was originally written for Michael J. Fox. Yes.
1: I noticed that when I watched it on Prime. And that little and trivia thing. The little trivia
0: up. thing. Yeah. And, then, and I was like,
1: oh, I can't see that though.
0: But then Samuel Goldwyn Jr., who was producing it, was like, no, he can't carry a movie. <laughs> Well, I
1: mean, I don't think he can't carry the movie. I just think that he's not like that dorky, clean cut kind of guy. No, he's too looking for. diminutive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. He's too little. He's too too much of a little guy. Um, So, Karen Cobbins was 27 when they shot Oh this, my gosh. And Jim Carrey was 23. Okay. <clears throat> and it was shot at Mark Twain Junior High School in Venice, California. Right that's what i got that is literally all i have for behind the scenes there's not a whole lot that's known about this movie and there's no like really cool blu-ray for this or Mm -hmm. anything like that so take it violet okay
1: um so what i got was yes the high school that mark and robin went to was actually the middle school which i thought was interesting um it was in, it was Mark Twain Middle School you said in Los Angeles um, and then the Countess's mansion, which is what I the other thing that I found out was something really interesting um, and that is 1366 Angelo Drive in Beverly Hills. So mm-hmm. I went on Google Maps to look up this address So I look it up and I realized that I had already searched this in my Google Maps and I realized it's because it's the same mansion seen in Valet girls. So no. the mansion that um, oh my gosh i forget the rich guy in valley girls that he throws all the parties that's the same mansion and then i went and i looked up and i found a little little blurb i guess on this mansion um it says that it's called the dutch castle it's 1366 angelo drive in beverly hills um also known as castile camp I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> the six thousand square foot main house <gasps> and one thousand six hundred square foot gatehouse are perched on the edge of a canyon in Beverly Hills, ah. the scene of many civic and corporate and charitable galas. Mm. The castle was built in 1981 by Beverly Hills designer Mark Nixon, a name for his business partner Baron Herbert his similar sh- Van Camp Fu- wow <laughs> of the netherlands
0: uh the there's structures- a lot going on with that name yeah,
1: i i am so sorry for butchering that <laughs> um, the structures boast stepped gables inspired by 16th century castles and townhouses of holland um so i thought that was really interesting just because this wow. apparently is a famous movie house there's parties thrown here um Things Ugh. of the sort. So yeah, and you get to see a different, I guess, view of it in the other movie Valet Girls, because in this movie you mostly see inside, mm-hmm. you see certain aspects of it. Um, but in that movie you see kind of like the backyard property, the pool. Oh, so, so it has a pool. That was my next yeah, question. It does. It has a pool. That's like a very big part of Valet Girls, is like the pool area and that's where a lot of it is shot. Um Now that I know this, because I only found out about it after I watched this for the um umpteenth time, (laughs) um, I'm going to have to go back and see if there's any scenes that are shot inside and if I can kind of compare them to the two, because I thought that was cool.
0: Nice. Oh, my God. That's so interesting, though, because it's one of my favorite things about this movie is the scenery. And one of my absolute favorite things is that house. Oh yeah, me too.
1: The Art oh. Deco postmodern dream yes. that it is.
0: Yes, and they have all these weird like hallways, and there's like a yes. cellar. Oh, I'm in love. I'm it's in too love. Too good. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally love it. Okay, why do we love this movie?
1: Well, yes, the interior design. Um, one of my favorite scenes has to be the beginning where they they're going down um the Sunset Strip in L.A. Um and once bitten by Three Speed is playing. Yeah. And you see all the neon lights and they're like fascinated by the Sunset Strip. And I had just visited there like for my birthday in November. And we played me and my friend played that song as we were going down for the first time because I'd never seen it. And I just felt like this is a movie, like this is how Jim Carrey and everybody felt going down the Sunset Strip in this movie. So it was so cool to kind of like see where they were coming from on that. Um, that and then I also noticed the really cool interior design in the club that they go to on the sunset strip mm. the dating club mm-hmm. um so that's number one such an outdated but cool concept is to go to a <laughs> club and kind of speed you're, date like
0: you're calling get, someone from another from like another table yeah exactly on a landline table like they had the lips phones yes, which is so cool the oh, phone. I have to totally get
1: one of those, yeah, for sure, for my collection. Um, and then like they had like giant phones on the wall, like artwork. Oh my!
0: I goodness. was like,
1: this is such a vibe, and like the, the the shiny streamers and like the cool neon, and I'm like, yes. oh, that is just so cool. So. The couple
0: that's like making out in the telephone booth that literally like doesn't even break character the entire time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and the fact that there is a telephone booth. Yes
0: in the um, place i'm like oh right
1: when everything was tacky and themed and overdone mm-hmm. i miss it
0: mm-hmm. am i in the middle wearing a red tie <gasps> he's like oh, it's me <laughs> it's me oh my god right oh uh, that's funny <laughs> yeah and then yes that's definitely like the scenery in my opinion is its own character there's there's a very whole vibe about los angeles in the 80s yes at this time like we're talking we've talked about modern girls and we've Mm -hmm. talked about even like a movie like night of the comet that's 80s you know los angeles is a very specific vibe and i'm here for it i love it and so whenever i see movies that take place in la in the early 80s or mid 80s it's like oh this is so good. yes Especially
1: the store that Robin works at. Oh my God.
0: Do you know anything about that store? Because I'm 99.9% sure that that's the same store that Tawny Katane works in in Bachelor Party.
1: No, you're a hundred percent right. Because I kept confusing the two movies. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, there's this neon clothing store with all this pastel clothing. Uh And then I was like, oh, what movie is it from? And I feel like I've watched both of them and been like, yes. oh, it's this movie. And then now that you say
0: that, no, it's definitely the same store. It has to be the same store, which which leads me to believe like I I didn't even think about the looking up where this store came from. Right. <laughs> if it exists, if it was Contempo Casuals and we don't know, oh, yeah. you know. Right. Um but Yes, the store the store the clubs um the weird club that they kind of like almost get into but not really which is the girls who are going into this club are wearing this like sort of like draped pastel dresses they're maybe yeah. like peach it's just so cool and the
1: neon LA gear sign in the yes. store I'm like oh my, oh god. my god I need I that I need
0: that on my wall <laughs> Yeah I love it I love it it's just so it it's a it is it's a whole mood it's a mood um yes. which is one of the one of the great things so like we talked about the house um the fashions in this movie are fabulous oh yes ten out of ten like there's a, there's a lot of like uh you know like shirts over t- or tanks over shirts and <laughs> right the the pastel pleated pants the pastel pleated on. pants <laughs> <laughs> gracious everybody looks very um everyone's preppy. It's very preppy Mm -hmm. it is it's a very preppy vibe it's kind of like you know how you look at like something like valley girl which Mm -hmm. has this stark contrast with fashion where you know the vals dressed very specifically Mm -hmm. and then you know and then the people who are coming in from hollywood the sort of like new waivers they dress very specifically whereas this movie is pretty much (laughs) right but they're also not from hollywood either because when
1: she's talking to mark and she finds out that he had a one night stand with the Went countess, to Hollywood. You know? She's like, you went to Hollywood, and then they're like, oh, all the freaks are in Hollywood. So it's definitely right. still had that negative connotation it's in that so movie strange. too.
0: Strange. I know it's like so. It's so odd, and yet that that high school or that school in general was in like Venice. So I mean, right. But LA is so weird because it's always like a bunch of little towns. It's like it's oh, like yeah. fifty towns in one. <laughs> I loved yeah. it. I totally yeah. loved it. It's such a good vibe. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, So let's see. Okay, the really super important part of this movie and the reason that I bring you on, but other than the fact yes. that you are super <laughs> fabulous, is you. the soundtrack. And I will say, yes. I will go on record as saying that this is probably my second or third favorite 80s soundtrack of all time.
1: What's the first?
0: Welcome to 18.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's, and that's and I know you haven't tech, seen it 100%. yet, and we're going to
0: talk about it at some point. But seriously, that's, I'm buying the tape. That's number one.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame you because I I have listened to the soundtrack and it is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, very good soundtrack. So let me pull up the list of all yes. of the songs Perfect. because I have it, so I can go by. Okay. So we start off with. The theme song to Once Bitten, which is by a group called Three Speed, mm-hmm. um, and I found a little blurb on Three Speed from uh, Last FM, okay. and it says: After performing on the New England progressive rock scene throughout the late seventies and eighties, Linda Chase and Dave Currier's band Three Speed was signed to MCA Records in nineteen eighty-five. Three Speed co-wrote, arranged, produced, and performed eight songs in major motion pictures, God. including the title song Once Bitten, Once
0: bitten.
1: Um, for this movie. Uh, and they went on to make TV and musical jingles for markets in 46 states. Wow. So, And they arranged and produced for many aspiring artists. So they didn't have a solo album, which I thought was really interesting. They only did soundtrack songs. Wow. So, yeah, I was really surprised. But they did uh, the soundtrack songs for, obviously, this movie. They had, obviously, once bitten the uh, theme song. And they also had stop talking about us which is a yeah. really really good one that i really that's the love. other
0: one on the soundtrack yeah Stop talking, talking about us. i'm like yes yeah
1: yeah awesome. so good um but then they also <laughs> did i know i'm like i can't help but sing it um but then they also had i believe it was savage streets they did pretty much the entire soundtrack for savage oh, streets oh that's crazy so they did savage streets they did once bitten and i also am seeing that they did a song for the rad soundtrack wow know, next movie called wind me up um and then also voyage of the rock aliens called back on the street oh. so these are ones that i have to check out as well i've that heard, i did you not know what realize voyage did of the rock rad.
0: aliens is one of those ones that i have heard a ton about and i've never seen it
1: Me too, and I've been meaning to see it, and I just haven't. For some reason, when I know I'm going to love it, because it's, like, ridiculous and music-based and 80s. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely going to watch that and listen for that now. But aside from 3 Speed, now we have Real Life, and they do Face to Face, Face which is a great song.
0: It's such a great song. Oh, my God. And the thing is, that's the only – that song, other than Send Me an Angel, is the only real-life songs I know. So –
1: oh me too yeah <laughs> which actually saw them do send me an angel at a 80s compilation concert like three years oh, ago
0: how awesome um,
1: and i didn't realize that they did music in that soundtrack but um, that song send me an angel that they did was also in rad so there's mm-hmm. two artists from the soundtrack on the rad soundtrack which interesting cool uh we have hubert Kah yes. with the picture um yes the picture and uh hubert Ka was a german synth pop band and they had their own solo albums and they had a career outside of that movie as well wow. that did pretty well okay. kevin mcnally uh, he only had one song like ever and it was you're on my mind from the soundtrack mm-hmm. um and nothing else on him that i saw unfortunately because it's okay. a good song
0: yeah i know um
1: the doll Oh, Just One Kiss. Sorry. Yeah, so she did uh, both of those songs.
0: Yeah, so she Hands Off and Just One Kiss are her two songs, right? On that soundtrack, I mean.
1: Yes. And Hands Off, interesting, yes, on this soundtrack. She also had a solo career. Um, she has her most famous song, Body Rock, which we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also did an unreleased song for the Gimme an F soundtrack called Fire, which, nowhere to be found Damn originally. Damn it! Show.
0: Any that any idea soundtrack. on how to find her? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Aside from that, I'm not sure.
0: Ah, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's yeah. that makes me sad because I would really love to find her and interview her because she's. I mean, my God, hands off! That scene is iconic.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. And it's interesting because it's a different mix than the one mm-hmm. that's on the soundtrack. Yes, it is. The soundtrack mix is completely different from the one in the movie, which mm-hmm. they sound like similar, but like definitely right. a lot missing from the movie. Different, one, which is interesting. Different mix. Yeah. There is a Facebook group on her called Maria Vidal Fans, and I'm a part of that. So I'm not sure if anybody has connection with her there, but that would be probably the place to look and ask. I
0: mean, I just joined the Modern Girls Facebook group. So, ooh, yes. Perfect. I'm sure if there was a Welcome to 18 Facebook group, I'd be on there too. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well make it, you know? You I know. know Just create one. Exactly. <clears throat>
1: um, all right. So then we have Private Domain, um, and they did soundtracks uh, first for Once Bitten and
0: back to the beach from 1985 which yes. i have not seen i just watched that for the first time in like 30 years mm-hmm. the other day when i was sick with covid right. and yep yeah, holds up adorable yep i Good have movie. to see it oh you'd definitely. love it you would and love then it. they had really cute yeah
1: okay then i'll definitely watch it because we have pretty much the sim- very similar movie taste so yeah. obviously <laughs> um you know why am i here um but then they had a solo album in 1988 and then they went on into the 90s but mm-hmm. that was pretty much what they did no moses tyson jr very excited to talk about moses tyson jr uh moses tyson had makes me crazy which is i think plays yes. in the store yes yeah yes. make me make crazy. crazy yeah yep. mm-hmm. so he was a huge soundtrack guy in the 80s <clears throat> um i'm not sure if this is all he did but these are the ones that i'm most familiar with mm. the tomboy soundtrack curiosity oh, wow curiosity is 10 nice the- yeah that one's okay. great and then uh, my mind keeps changing uh for body slam in 1986 which was the yep. theme song which was wow. really really great and i think now he does like I want to say it's gospel music. I think because I found his like online page. So he doesn't do any like cool jam and eighties music anymore. But
0: yeah, Yeah. he still is
1: in in music and still doing stuff. So Uh, gift horse no info for them Mm. um, with alive or dead. Unfortunately, maybe somebody out there knows. I wasn't able to find anything. Gift horse. Okay. And then I don't really know much about John Um, Mm Duprez. I didn't really get to look him up too much, but I do know he did the main title theme and scoring so
0: oh yeah and that score i mean it just <laughs> the fact that it it's so recognizable like you oh, hear yes. it and you're like dun 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 dun, dun. dun, 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 dun. yeah it's like a uh, a tango right
1: it's yeah. interesting
0: It's like a tango song and you hear it and you go oh that's once bitten you know immediately right
1: like, yeah it's definitely the countess's vibes is oh, that song like when totally. you hear that you think of her a 100 percent.
0: yes Um and then
1: the last was Two of Us with Blue Night Shadow. (gasps) Blue Night Shadow was pretty much
0: it's such a good song. But yeah, that was
1: Night Shadow. Yeah.
0: It's such a great song. And that's from the club, right? When they go to the club? I think so.
1: (laughs) I think so, yeah. Um And yeah, that was pretty much all that they did, but they were actually part of a Hubert Kopp project and they worked with them before. So I'm guessing that because of that, they had some sort of connection to be on the soundtrack as well. Um, They had solo albums, but they didn't do that great. They disbanded in 1988, but yeah, Blue Night Shadows, their most famous song. Mm, song. So that was what I had for the soundtrack. Also, not on streaming. No, it's only,
0: I saw it, for free on amazon prime because i have a prime account but it's oh not, yeah the movie not on the Netflix. soundtrack oh the soundtrack is nowhere now yes
1: <laughs> yeah sound- soundtrack nope. is only on youtube by people who digitized it which i think is really ridiculous just because the movie is quite literally on streaming services it has yes. been digitally remastered it's like in re- like really nice quality it's not like 2b quality which we nope. love 2b don't get we me wrong we love
0: 2b shout out to 2b but, but no you're right it has been remastered and I, I, you know, right. I, I think there's probably a 4k edition rolling around somewhere. Yeah. There's a but,
1: DVD, et cetera.
0: But the only soundtrack I've ever been able to find was the cassette. And that was literally mm-hmm. from like 85, 86.
1: Yeah. So it's on cassette. It's on vinyl. Is it I know vinyl? that the record was, yeah. Like when I try to look at, like, like look it up to buy it, it's usually from like Germany which is interesting okay um so i don't know if it was released in the u.s at all um, because it didn't do so well here maybe it did better in a different country so that's why they released the soundtrack there um but what i do know is that why haven't we digitized this yet because (laughs) obviously people do care about the movie like this is a movie that is probably more commercially cared about than other movies that do have soundtracks on streaming Absolutely.
0: And I think definitely need to do
1: something about this is
0: up there with like, trying to get a good solid, complete soundtrack of the other 80s movies that we've tried to kind of get that and uh, I don't know. And I mean, we've asked this question before, but it's like, what is holding this stuff up? Is it sitting like you said before? Is it sitting in a vault? yes um, it's most this-
1: likely sitting in a vault and nobody cares enough to do it because they're too busy doing major artists that are popular now right.
0: or artists
1: that were like is hubert Kah
0: who- so hubert Kah is actually a band correct they're not like one guy
1: i want to say yes but i'm not sure
0: and i think, I are, think they- are, the G- bands, are they are yeah. they German?
1: Yeah, they were a German synth pop there. German
0: synth pop. Okay, all right. Well, speaking so this movie language.
1: has ties to Germany, so yeah. in some way or another, you know. So I guess it would make sense if it was released in Germany on like the soundtrack.
0: And it's it's unfortunate that there really is no, there's no behind the scenes, so there's no like documentary right. about this. There's no, you know, featurette or anything. Like if you buy the DVD or the Blu-ray, it's total bare bones um no director right. commentary that i know of so yeah it's, aside it's, from the
1: story from the
0: yeah except for the stuff i found on you know wiki and imdb thanks guys um but for the most part it's mm-hmm. like there really isn't anything that exists and yeah that soundtrack would be something that would be so great to have and i i remember the cassette because i remember my brother was a huge fan of this movie and had Mm -hmm. the cassette and I remember stealing the cassette when I was like five like I remember that like stealing it from his from his um bedroom and him being very mad because I used to steal stuff from his room all the time but right siblings but (laughs) but that was just one of those oh my god because I oh I had to hear hands off and hands off is one of those songs that I still play you know at 42 and it still gives me the same feeling where I'm just like yeah seriously hands off bitch right
1: (laughs) yes it's such it's such a good song in that way i'm looking on ebay currently Mm -hmm. and i have found the cassette is 25 dollars. there is a cd there's a cd release an original cd release original okay which makes me think why hasn't the soundtrack been put on streaming because now that i know that there's a cd release they don't have to digitally transfer the masters because they're already done most things that don't end up on streaming don't have cd releases like shy talk never had a cd release which is you know the band i love yeah absolutely of course
0: Um, And you introduced me to them
1: so yeah. yeah yeah so they never had a cd release so then when They were put on streaming. They had to digitally transfer all the original master tapes. Okay. I guess for this they wouldn't have to do that because a CD already exists. Also, the CD is thirty dollars. No, it's not. I lied. It's ninety (gasps) nine dollars. No, it's not thirty dollars. It's ninety nine dollars and it's a hundred dollars. So because it's really rare. Okay. So unfortunately, (laughs) I will not be able to put this on streaming at the moment because I'm a little broke.
0: So uh, that's a question though the the seller that or the seller that's trying to pass off a ninety nine dollar CD mm-hmm. is um right. is it foreign? is it coming from Japan?
1: Let's see. this one is coming from of course Ohio <laughs> okay. it is coming from Indiana. So I guess these people selling it for like a lot of money had it imported or somehow found it really rare in the US and that's yeah. why it's so much money. I know if I go on um cogs there's like no US sellers for it. So Okay. That's okay. what I'm going to have to get for sure.
0: Well, I know I can get you a co- I can get you a copy of it. It's just it comes from that that person that we don't dude, ask where things yeah. come from. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: But also we don't know if that's gonna be a vinyl rip or we if it's gonna know. be digital rips. We have no idea. CD. No, it's true. Yeah.
0: It's true. It's it's very, very true. So final thoughts with this. Like, damn it that it's not available on any kind of musical streaming service. Um, have we tried looking at the songs individually on Spotify to see if any of those bands are, you know, oh, because I think, I think. Don't quote me. Mm-hmm. I think Hubert Kaw is on uh, Spotify.
1: Yeah, definitely on Spotify for them. But I, as for everybody else, I'm not sure. I, don't know. I know the Rad soundtrack oh. is on Spotify. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, Wind Me Up by Three Speed is on that soundtrack.
0: Okay. So, but That
1: exists. But I think that's the only... If we go to the artist... On, on if you Spotify. go to three speed on Spotify, and that's all we're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing is that and something called "Back on the Street," okay. which is from *Voyage of the Rock Aliens*. So, *Voyage ah, of the Rock Aliens* soundtrack I'm seeing is on here.
0: That's crazy. But,
1: but not once bitten. Not once bitten. Bananas. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get it done. <laughs> It'll happen. I'm not letting it just sit in a vault. Like, I it's know. Not gonna happen.
0: Yeah especially it's like and then if maria vidal if you're listening to this or anyone who's listening to this who knows who maria vidal is please yes where is she that is a that is a like vh1 where are they now episode waiting to happen yes honestly uh, oh my god don't worry
1: we'll find these people
0: i don't have them oh we have to we have to all right yes. so once again absolutely fabulous sleuth work that you have done thank you <laughs> on the soundtrack and now we're gonna hear your newest single correct yes
1: it is called show me show it me. is from 1989 the track was produced and written then by David Bravo um and yeah my only the only new thing on this one is my voice which I hope doesn't sound new
0: oh um, no but You're- yeah.
1: Your voice is super
0: fabulous, so I'm sure this will be this will be yet another addition to my Violet Sky collection that I have that I blast in my car all the time. So yeah, I appreciate it. Yay! All right, and if people want to find you, if this is the first time someone's listening to Manic Movie Monday, um, where can they find you on social media?
1: Yes, um, I'm mostly on Instagram and TikTok at Glitterwave80s. I'm just at Glitterwave80s. If you're in my music, heartbeat away. Uh, what's the girl to do and
0: if you leave me now sauce. So. awesome awesome sauce all right girl thank you so much for joining us tonight we will talk soon yes yeah for sure awesome all right you guys so first look here all right